Hey, good afternoon, people. It is your favorite, favorite, favorite loser, Lonely Bob, with People Suck, an Introvert's Guide to Life. I know that I said that it was going to be a, uh, you know, eight to ten days before my next episode, but I've just had some shit going on the past few days that I just wanted to share with you. It's really kind of unbelievable. Maybe I need a little advice. So this all has to do with my boss. Okay. In November of 2020, uh, my supervisor, uh, he got phased out. He got downsized. So the project that he was working on, when he got downsized, the project went away. And the rest of the team went away, so it was just me. My boss tells me, okay, well, now you're supervisor, and you need to close out his project, get everything shipped out to where it needs to go. So I do that. And uh, over the next few months into the beginning of 2021, uh, I ask, you know, I ask my boss, am I going to be receiving, you know, supervisor pay increase. He tells me, well, no, not really, because we plan on bringing your supervisor back once we receive new funding, and then I'm going to make him supervisor again. And I'm like, what? You didn't tell me this. So we start arguing. He tells me, well, we don't actually have a supervisor position available. I just need you to do the supervisor duties. Uh, because, you know, you're the only one there, and they need to be done, and we don't have the funding available for the supervisor position, so you're just going to have to do it. He said, we'll be getting the funding, and when the supervisor you know, position comes open, your old supervisor comes back. So I'm like, you know what? We got into a big argument. I, I told him, I said, you know, I don't want to fucking deal with this. I said, whatever, and I hung up on him, and I may or may not have used that language. So I continue doing my duties. And then, oh, around the summer last year, summer 2021, he starts telling me that I am supervisor, that, you know, the old supervisor is not coming back and that I am the supervisor now. It's a different title, but we'll use that. So uh, I look on my, uh, I'm in charge of, of putting in my own time in the, you know, online in our timekeeping system. Uh, My company's headquarters is in Florida. I live in Oklahoma. So I'm pretty much, you know, supervise myself. I'm the only one at that location. So the closest boss is in Florida. So I'm, you know, a supervisor. I'm taking care of everything, doing everything myself. Well, I noticed that, you know, in my timesheet, that there, you know, there's a little timekeeping code and it ends in SL. So automatically back then assume it's site lead. Okay. <clears throat> so over the last, you know, year, it's almost that time, 2022 in the summer again. So a month ago, three weeks ago, we hire a new guy here. So now I have a junior team member. Like I said, I don't like to call them subordinates. I have a junior team member. And I'm helping him fill out his timesheet. And I noticed that his has the same 
charge code ending in SL. So I think, wait a minute, that must mean that this entire time I have not been receiving supervisor uh, pay. So I shoot an email to HR. All right. All right. Well, rather than reply to me directly, she contacted my, my boss. My boss calls me yesterday morning. He says, hey, Bob, what the hell are you doing calling HR? I said, excuse me? He goes, what the hell are you doing calling HR? You don't call HR. You call me. You, you talk to me. You don't need to bring anyone else into this. I said, what? He goes, here's the deal. Officially, you are not a site lead. Or, well, it's, it's site lead, okay? So it's not supervisor. But officially, you are not site lead. We do not have the funding for a site lead position. But, like I told you before, the work has to be done. It's your duty to do it. He said, I call you my site lead because you do the stuff and, you know, that's the position you want. I said, so, wait, wait, wait a minute. I said, so, it's my duty to do site lead, the site lead's job. And you just call me the site lead out of the kindness of your heart. And I do all of this extra work for no pay, no extra pay. And he starts getting upset and he says, well, he's traveling. He's at the airport. He doesn't want to talk about this right now. As soon as I phrase everything that way. So he says, you need to stop being defensive. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I'm not being defensive. And as soon as I said that, he pulled this, oh, uh-huh, all right, nope, wait a minute, uh-huh, I know how to handle this, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna take care of this, yep, uh-huh, and I'm not bullshit, I'm not, this is not hyperbole, this is exactly how he responded, uh-huh, oh yeah, all right, I got this, all right, here's what we're going to do, whenever I get home tomorrow, when I get to my office, you and I are going to have a talk about this, and then he hung up on me. Okay. I've been with this company three years. This guy, he's a retired full bird colonel. So what does that tell you about his arrogance and believing that his shit don't stink? He's not used, used to working in a democratic organization where people have to be treated. So, uh, junior team members, other team members, where people have to be treated with respect as adults. As colleagues, he's used to being in the military where it's do what I fucking say when I fucking say it or else. You know, he still has that that whole positional leadership mentality. You know, there's different types of leadership. Positional leadership is when you believe you're a leader simply because of the position that you hold, which is the false form of leadership. Okay, the best form of leadership is servant leadership, which is when you are there to ensure that your team is going to be successful. When you do everything in your power to empower your team, your junior team members, to make sure that you provide them with the support, with the encouragement, the motivation, and incentives to inspire them to follow your vision. That is good servant leadership. This guy knows nothing about it. So I sit here all day. I have a little device 
called a, uh, a Zoom H1N handy recorder. So yesterday, I call my wife and I practice, you know, setting different ways of hooking this thing up to my phone, and it's a nightmare. So I found that the easiest way to record the call is just put the damn phone on speaker, set the recorder next to it. So I take it to work with me, and I sit there all day long. And he's in Florida. I'm in Oklahoma. All right, Florida, some of you out there will be saying, well, that's not legal for you to record him. Yes, it is, and here's why. Florida is a two-party state, okay? Oklahoma is a one-party state. The state that takes precedent is the state that the call is received in and that the recording device uh, is in. So it would fall under Oklahoma state law, where only one member of the conversation one participant needs to be aware that the call is being recorded. And under federal law, federal law states that it's single party, which means that only one person in the conversation needs to be aware that the call is being recorded. So legally, I do have the right to record him. And I'm going to do that. But here's another little twist. Yesterday, after this phone call with him, him hanging up on me, I decided to call not the, the Oklahoma Department of Labor, but I called the U.S. Department of Labor, and I talked to them, and I explained to them what was going on, and they were kind of upset about it. They said what my company is doing is illegal, because if a person is being forced to perform the duties of a higher-level position then that person has to be compensated at that higher level pay rate. And there are multiple duties. I am technically, I'm what's considered an E-Tech 2. I am doing uh, these certain duties with certain projects that require an E-Tech 3, and then I'm doing certain duties and projects that require site lead status. In all of the company systems that I have access to, I have site lead level clearance. So, I mean, I even have an email. I have a bunch of emails that I downloaded, but I have an email that states from my boss to the boss of a co-contracting organization to a guy that works there stating that I have CC'd all of my site leads on this email. And when you look in the CC section, you there are like 12 of us, you see my name right there very clearly. So that is technically an open declaration of my position. Well, so after this phone call with him yesterday, I get an email back from HR. And remember I told you I'd sent that initial email to HR asking if I was being paid slightly pay. And then after that, I received a phone call from my boss. Well, I finally received an email back after the phone call from HR saying, uh, did someone get back with you on this? I explained the entire conversation between me and my boss and told them that I had worked for other companies that had the mentality of, okay, why 
go through the expense of promoting someone or hiring someone of a higher position to do this work when we can get someone of a lower position to do higher level work for the lower wage, right? And I told HR, I'm not going to do this. And I told him everything that happened between me and my boss and poof, sent the email. So I get an email back about an hour, two hours later from HR saying, Bob, understood. Uh, I don't know much about the contract side of things, but I'm sure that you and enter name here, your boss, will get things worked out. Okay, so I contacted HR about my pay. The first thing they did was contact my boss. They, the HR should know this. My boss and I get into it for illegally having me illegally do work that I'm not supposed to be doing without elevated compensation. I bring this up to HR, and what does HR say instead of handling this? Leaves it up to the boss that I am having the conflict with. This is like filing a complaint, because that's basically what I did in the email was file a complaint. This is like filing a harassment complaint against your boss with HR and HR telling you and your boss to work it out. You see what I'm saying? I'm thinking... I wanted to reply back to HR and say, wait a minute, what do you mean my boss and I will work this out? Isn't this your job? This was the senior HR manager who sent me this email. I felt like saying, you are the senior HR manager. You should be more concerned about this. This is what HR is for. You should be mediating this conflict. You should be trying to ensure that justice is served within this organization, that the company follows policy. Because otherwise, the company is liable. I am getting, I'm graduating. I just turned in the last of my homework this week. I graduate next week with my master's degree in organizational leadership. And a big chunk of that education of the curriculum was human resources. So I know for a fact that what this human resources person is doing is illegal leaving the resolution of a conflict between a boss and a junior team member up to the boss that the complaint was filed against, that is not legal. That is not HR. That is ridiculous. So I called the uh, U.S. Department of Labor, and I got the email after I spoke with them, so they don't know about that yet, but they will. And anyway, I told you my boss was supposed to call me today. I was ready. He did not. Usually he's very punctual with that stuff. Okay. So I'm wondering if either the Department of Labor got in touch with the company already, but that was yesterday. So I, I, I'm not really thinking that it, they did, that they would get in touch with the company before they got in touch with me, the investigator. So I'm betting that HR and my boss are collaborating over what that complaint that I sent in that email with that long list of stuff that he's been doing, and they're working on trying to figure out a way to retaliate against me, trying to maybe go through 
all of my reports or paperwork or actions, activities over the last six months or so and try to find some reason to fire me. I don't know. But if they do that, they're going to be in a lot of trouble because it's retaliation. And like I said, I've already contacted the U.S. Department of Labor. I don't know. I'm just kind of concerned because my boss, he's devious. He's smart. He's very clever. And I know him. He is trying his best to try to cook something up because he has thrown me under the bus once before. So I know he is trying to come up with a way to absolve himself of any responsibility while taking me out at the same time. A whole two birds with one stone gimmick. So if there's anybody out there who is listening that may happen to have some advice on this or some experience in this or may know someone that may know what I need to really do about this, I would greatly appreciate an email. Uh, oh, yeah, the old email, olonelybob at gmail.com. That's O-H-L-O-N-E-L-Y-B-O-B at gmail.com. Oh, lonely Bob. Oh, this is, this has just really been getting to me. I mean, this whole situation, <clears throat> I know you might say, well, why don't you just get a different job? Well, it's not that easy to just up and get another job. And in Oklahoma, jobs that, that pay well are even harder to come by. Although I do kind of have my eyes on a couple of things. But we'll see how that works out. And, you know, in the past, being an introvert, I have usually, it is passive-aggressive or even overtly aggressive comments and actions I have usually rolled over. And I know that by taking his abuse over the last few years that I have just been, you know, perpetuating it. Like when you're bullied in school, the more you take it, the more they dish it out. So I know it's my own fault for not really standing up to this guy. So, but I, I'm not going to do it anymore. I mean, maybe it's because I'm graduating. I finally have this master's degree, on, you know, under me to help prop me up and help me find a position to, help, you know, help differentiate me from the rest of the crowd. Most people have bachelor's degrees. That's why I got the master's was to try to, you know, put myself out ahead of the crowd so that I could get an even better position. Maybe it's, it's having that degree that's given me a degree of confidence. <laughs> yeah, I know how that sounds. I'm sorry. I just, as my kids would say, you know, corny dad joke. But I could really use a little advice. I really could. <clears throat> I get nervous when I end up, I feel like I'm taking on an entire organization. And this is a global organization international but I mean you know I used to watch those movies of the week and, and TV shows you know of, of people that stood up to fight for what was right and, and what was owed to them and their and their uh, well their rights and fighting against large organizations corporations and they win and it's the, you know, small person that usually ends up causing the biggest change. So, 
this company does it to me, I'm sure that they do it to others, other employees that I have no idea about. So maybe I could do something about it. Maybe it would make this company stand up and fall in line with respecting and properly compensating their workers. And maybe the other companies that we work with will learn from my company's mistakes and start properly compensating their employees, employees as well. I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I watched this podcast today. I mean, not a podcast. I watched this documentary today on uh, Prime Video called Earbuds, a podcast documentary, and it took place in 2016. And it had people, a lot of good people on it. It had Joe Rogan on there. It had Mark Maron on there. It had, uh, what are some other ones? Uh, I don't know. Some other podcasts that I'd never heard of, really. But, uh, oh, it had the guys from Never Not Funny on there. That's a great podcast. I love those guys. But it had (laughs) some other podcasters who are no longer with us due to health issues and it was great to see those guys on there at the end of the show end of the movie the documentary it said there are currently 350,000 podcasts in the in the world I guess I don't know but that seemed shockingly and it's only been six years right so There are currently, well, as of 2021, 850,000 active podcasts, right? (laughs) That's in 2021. That's 500,000 podcasts increase in a five-year period. So that's basically 100,000 podcasts per year, new podcasts per year. So that seems about right. It may even be increasing at a faster rate than that. I I hesitate, drastically hesitate to call what I do here a podcast. This is just me rambling about things. Because as an introvert, I am a fucking loser who has no friends and have the uncanny ability to drive people away just by being in their presence for the first time. Don't know what it is. And there are instances where I become so lonely that I kind of become desperate, I guess, to to get along with someone, to meet someone. And I guess that desperation comes, you know, comes across because, like, I'll meet somebody and I'll be like, hey, you know, I'll be too outgoing. You know, you you know how many in high school there was always that. And I hesitate to say it like this, but it usually was like this. It was usually that that fat girl who was too outgoing and too positive with people, and people could smell the desperation on her, and it caused them to push her away and laugh and mock. And so it just her outgoingness usually caused her to be even more alone. Well, that's me. I'm the male version of that. Okay. I'll meet people, I'll be outgoing. I'll, I'll, I'll be talking to someone in a Facebook group, right, or on Twitter in a, in a direct message, and they'll just be talking, and, and I'll be just so happy that someone's talking to me and that we're sharing an interest that, you know, they'll post two or three 
lines in, as they're part of the conversation, and then I'll post fucking three paragraphs. I'll get all into it, and then they'll just disappear. You know, we'll, we'll talk a little back and forth for a few minutes, and then I'll get all deep into it, you know, and then they it chases people off because I get too caught up in things, and I get excited, and, you know, I, and it makes me wonder why aren't people just as excited to talk about this topic or that topic with me as I am with them. It's because they're not as desperate and lonely and pathetic as I am. <laughs> so they have other things. They have self, you know, they have this big thing called self-confidence. They have this thing called peace of mind. They, they're not desperate for human interaction. They're not desperate to connect with another person. And it's kind of sad how the the worse you treat people, the more they're attracted to you. Because it's the nonchalant people who just don't give a fuck that people want to be around. People seem to have this mentality where, oh, that person doesn't like me. Oh, that person doesn't give a fuck if I exist or not. Oh, they must be cool. That makes me want to be their friend. And then they come across... The, the per people like me and they're like oh this person's nice to me they're outgoing they want to talk to me they they show interest and that person must be a fucking loser i don't want to be around this person i want to be around the person that treats me like garbage why because nice guys finish last true 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 words man true fucking words right i look out my window i see people going by i see Two kinds of people to walk in my neighborhood to keep, you know, the exercise. I see the people that walk in groups of two or more. And I usually see those same people in those same groups. And then I see the individuals. You know, it's a small neighborhood. So I know that they tend to pass each other occasionally. So it makes me wonder, and, and I've lived here for years. These people, I've watched them for years. Okay, this, this group with two or three people is walking by, and then here, they're passing this other person who's a single individual walker, and they've been passing that same person for the last five years. Why? What is it about that person or that group of people that keeps them from walking together? They walk the same neighborhood. They live in the same neighborhood. They have for years. They pass each other for years. But for some reason, they've never introduced themselves to one another. They've never gotten together and decided to walk. What's keeping them apart? Is it because the group of people is a group of jerks? Or is it because the lonely person is a jerk? Or is it because the lonely person, when they that one time they did talk to the group, was overly eager? Or... Maybe the group is a bunch of those arrogant, smug, fucking suburbanite soccer moms that like to sip their wine at 11 o'clock in the morning and look down on everyone else. I don't know. But it makes you wonder. It's little things like that that make you wonder. I don't know. Why does anybody do anything? Who fucking knows? But all right, guys, I'm, I'm going to cut this short.
I don't really know how short. Yeah, you heard that flippity flapping. That's my dog. That's my chihuahua, Bella. Say hi, Bella. <laughs> yeah, she likes to dance. All right, people. I mean, the plan is for next week for the next episode, but depending on what happens, if my boss ain't going to call me over the weekend, but, you know, he may call me Monday, and I may just be chomping at the bit to let you guys know what the fuck this asshole said. So I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, remember to shoot me an email if you, if you have any advice about what I've told you so far or you know anyone that might know, you know, to shoot me an email at ohlonelybob at gmail.com. Give me some advice. If you've got something else you'd like to talk about, I mean, if you're just as lonely as me, you know, you're a lonely guy like that Steve Martin movie. You know, you want to talk about something. Uh, you want me to talk about something on the air. Um, anything. Anything that crosses your mind. Shoot me an email. Tell me to fuck off. Tell me I suck. Tell me uh, you like what I have to say. Something. Okay? So uh, just remember it, people. Bob at gmail.com. Peace. And uh, I wish you uh, much joy. Nah, fuck it. That sounded stupid. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.